0: it's the in show australia's only show dedicated to innovation from adelaide australia and across the globe it's david grice and troy sincock talking to startups and entrepreneurs innovators people with big ideas and we're entered into the australian podcast awards you can uh, check it out at australianpodcastawards.com and there's a popular vote so you are responsible for making us popular which has never happened before but if we can just ask you to vote, please.
1: Yes, please. I mean, we think that we've got two votes already. You voted, I voted. So let's hope we get a few more than that. <laughs> if we can make it into double figures, I'll be
0: pretty happy with that. to honest. Oh, totally. Time.
1: And if we even get to triple figures, it'd be absolutely amazing.
0: It really would. But if you enjoy the show, make sure you go to AustralianPodcastAwards.com. We're not all about awards here, but we reckon it's a pretty good thing to be part of. And today, Troy, we're going to talk about the environment. I was talking to a friend the other day who's studying hairdressing and she told me about this incredible innovation that now gives this girl who simply wanted to become a hairdresser the opportunity to really contribute to the environment. And joining us is Emma Saunders from Sustainable Salons to tell us all about this incredible innovation. How are you doing, Emma?
2: I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Sustainable Salons Australia. There's something in the name already, but tell us, what are you guys up to?
2: Um, so what we are is a comprehensive resource recovery unit. So we will collect 95% of your salon waste. Uh, so I'll tell you what we don't collect. We don't collect like food matter or organic matter, but we will collect the majority bulk um, of the materials that your salon will produce in waste.
0: Everyone's been in a situation where they're the next appointment at the hairdresser and you're sitting there and just watching all this hair fall to the floor and then someone sweeps it up afterwards. And you know, for some people, it's an enormous amount of hair. And you just kind of wonder, you know, what's going on there what does happen to it
2: yeah exactly so it's a very common question in the salon world like what do you do with all the hair so regularly the answer will be um you know we just collect it up and and just put it in the bin whereas when we collect it through sustainable salons um we actually put it into the hair bean projects So what the hair boom projects are is um, literally these hair booms that we've collected all the hair, put them in these nylon stockings, put them in the ocean, and they will absorb the oil spills within the Great Barrier Reef.
1: Unbelievable. Which is
2: amazing, yeah.
1: So so obviously someone has figured out how much hair absorbs oil and is able to use this in an
0: incredible way. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah,
2: so it's no longer waste. It is literally, yeah, saving our planet, which is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. So how did it all come about? Is it because hair would absorb oil naturally anyway on our heads, I yes. suppose yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, that's what it that's what it does, yeah. So um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible how it actually does it. It absorbs it literally like straight away and separates the oil from the water. So, wow, yeah, it's very cool.
1: So I'm a salon mm-hmm. and I've swept all this hair up. What happens? So you guys come around and pick it up. Is, is that how it works? Yeah,
2: yeah. So we provide the salon with separate bins. So um, all the waste will be separated. So you'll you'll receive a hair bin, a metal bin, a plastic bin, and a paper bin. So uh, with the salon separating the waste for us, it allows us to collect it and divert it to where it needs to go. Um, So everything's provided to the salon to make it easier. Uh, We also have a driver that comes and collects the waste for the salon as well. So the hardest part of the program for them is just separating it. And you find a lot of the salons actually enjoy that part. Mm. You know, it it allows them to see, um, you know, the different types of materials and, you know, how much waste the salon is actually producing on a daily basis. And I think it makes them feel really good to be able to see the amount of waste that we collect that does get diverted from going to landfill.
1: So it's not just the hair, is it? It's, it's other things as well. What yeah, what, what else absolutely. are you collecting yep. for the
2: Yeah, So um, as I said, uh, the, the metals, which is, um, you know, a huge part of the salon environment. So they'll consist of like your foils, your tint tubes, um, anything that's metal. Um, you know, it is the only infinitely recyclable material on the, the planet so you know it is something that we really do want to deter from going to landfill um, so once we do collect it we sell it um, we are a non-profit organization though in terms of what we collect for your waste um, so all the profits that we make from your waste uh, which is like your metals and your paper uh, is then donated to um, a foundation called Oz Harvest.
1: And what
2: do OzHarvest do? So OzHarvest uh, are a food collection service. So they will um, drive around to various uh, supermarkets, uh, restaurants, farmers markets, anywhere there's like a lot of uh, mass food production. Uh, they will collect the food and then distribute it to various communities. Um, so within our program since it started, uh, we've fed over 46,000 homeless people through our donations with just waste
0: fantastic.
2: Yeah, which is amazing. Exactly.
0: Yeah, so not only are there the implications for recycling, you know, are feeding people, there's mm-hmm. the opportunity to, you know, assist with, you know, significant disasters as well. It's got all these implications. Yeah, absolutely. And this initiative only started a couple of years ago, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, about two years ago. Uh, the founders are Paul and Evelina, who mm-hmm. are just the most amazing people I've ever met. They truly are problem solvers. Um, you know, the fusion of those two coming together um, was very unique. Paul was a hairdresser. Um, Evelina was in sustainable fashion. Um, So, you know, Just them coming together and wanting to solve this problem, um, it's just really created this amazing program. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, and so um, sustainable salons can everyday salons sign up to be part of this program. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Look like um, you know every salon's different, big, small, um, you know, one person owner. Like the waste is still exactly the same. Um, So yeah, everybody can can sign up.
1: There's a real burning question. I'm sure a lot of our listeners have probably got. What happens to all of the hair you collect?
2: Yeah. Where does it go? Where does it go? So what we do is um, we are Australia-wide, so... Each state has its different little storage facility, so we will collect the waste. um, It will then go to the storage facility. It will then get transported over to New South Wales and then hand-sorted. Everything is hand-sorted. So this is why it's so important that the waste does get separated um, because, you know, it just allows us to divert it to exactly where it goes. So once it does hit New South Wales, um, the waste is all separated. It then gets diverted to various different um, depots where they, you know, recycle either the metal the paper um, plastic um, plastic's actually been turned into um, like building plastic now we're actually lining the mbn with the hard plastic that we are donating from our shampoo and conditioner bottles mm-hmm. that's crazy right well, because yeah. you know it's going to be in the ground for over a thousand years so very sustainable in that type of form and as we know plastic is you know it's suffocating our planet so the fact that we can actually divert it and and turn it into something that's that's more useful um is a very cool thing
0: and so do you know what the process is with the actual hair like how do they like Hold it together.
2: Yeah, so it's like a nylon stocking. So mm. think of like um, a very thick lady stocking. Mm. Um, I think it's it's used with plumbers. Um, we literally get a get a stocking. We, we stuff it with hair. We collect dog hair as well, wow. uh, which work, it works the same way as human hair. So we yeah. are in dog parlors, which is really quite cool. Mm. Um, so yeah, they they just basically get stuffed into this like almost looks like a pillow, really. Mm. Um, and then yeah, they just go into the ocean. Um, a regular size hair boom will absorb about four litres of oil. Mm -hmm. Uh, Once it is in the ocean uh, we can then take them out and extract three litres back. Uh, The hair boom will probably go into the ocean around about three or four times until it does reach its capacity.
1: Okay. Yeah. Wow. And you do stuff with ponytails as well. We do.
2: So tell yes. us about that. That's oh, that's the ponies, really intriguing. The ponytails, great, great story. Look, like, this is just something we are super proud of. Um, we have been overwhelmed with the amount of ponytail donations that we have received since the program has started. Um, we are a big donor in the variety charity um, but we, what makes us very unique is when we do collect the hair is that we collect 20 centimetres and we take coloured hair as well. Um, so what this has actually done is it's really opened up... Um, the donations and the fact that normally it would only be virgin hair which is very sort of limited but you know now that we're taking all types of hair um, we've just been overwhelmed with it which is incredible so you know last year we had over 26,000 ponytail donations
1: and what happens to those ponytails unreal
2: so so all the virgin hair gets donated to the variety charity obviously because uh, it's a children's charity Mm -hmm. Um, whereas the other hair um, once it comes to us it will be graded for the quality and length Um, it will then be be sent off to a wig maker that makes it into that quality of wig and then it gets distributed to uh, various uh, charities for, um, you know, other various illnesses cancer alopecia and things like that unbelievable yeah it's it's incredible it's such a beautiful story and you know the amazing thing in it it really heart like warms my heart is the amount of children who donate their hair it, it really just gives me me goosebumps mm. to think about um you know all these kids that just want to donate their hair and you know you ask them the question like you know why why are you donating your hair today and they're like well you know my hair grows back you know, mm-hmm. there's won't, and you're just like, you oh. know, it's it's an amazing thing. So it's 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 really, it's probably one of my favourite stories out of the whole program. The fact that we've literally, you know, become one of the world's largest donor in ponytails through our donations with our program, which mm. is really really cool.
0: It's um, I mean, this is all incredible. Is this the end game, or is there still more research being oh, done beyond this point?
2: Yeah, <laughs> so I don't think there is an end game mm. with this with this type of thing. You know, like it, it's it's always going to be. You know like a constant revolving door if you will with with waste um whereas look like you know we are creating a movement with this and people are becoming more aware of of what is actually happening with their waste but you know I don't think it will ever be an end it definitely you know with Paul and Evelina for sure they're just you know problem solvers to the end so they'll constantly be trying to to solve a problem and you know Working on this program and taking it to the next level. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. So.
0: Fantastic, Emma Saunders from Sustainable Salons Australia. Thanks so much for joining us and congratulations on this amazing innovation.
2: Ah, oh, thanks so much for having me, guys.
0: To find out more, just go to sustainablesalons.com.au. And the next podcast, Troy, is all about inspiration.
1: One of my favourite times of the week, and I love going into the weekend knowing that, uh, you know, we've just got a a few little nuggets to take with us.
0: Yeah, now this guy, his story is absolutely incredible. From making an app that was just taking the mickey to now sort of working with, like, Disney and on Star Wars and that kind of stuff, you would think this guy would be such a, a high roller that really, you know, he'd know it all. But what he's inspired by... It's one of the most human things.
1: Yeah, look, it just goes to show that that no matter what these guys are doing, they are just normal human beings.
0: Mm, exactly, and sometimes we forget that. You know, the amount of work that goes into being an innovator and the sacrifices required, the time spent away from family, and just you know everything that needs to be done to get these ideas up, really takes something. Um, you're going to be really inspired by who we speak to on the next In Show podcast, the In Show interview. Subscribe to the In Show podcast on iTunes. A Dave and the Beanstalk production.